0: This Friday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple area. He looked around at everything and, since it was already late, went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went over to see if he could find anything on it. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not the time for figs, and he said to it in reply, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem, and on entering the temple area, he began to drive out those selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. He did not permit anyone to carry anything through the temple area. Then he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples? But you have made it a den of thieves. The chief priests and the scribes came to hear of it and were seeking a way to put him to death. Yet they feared him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Early in the morning, as they were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus said to them in reply, Have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and it shall be yours. When you stand to pray, forgive anyone against whom you have a grievance, so that your Heavenly Father may in turn forgive you your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. We must begin once and again. Although it may seem a cliché, even in songs that have nothing to do with faith, the truth is that every day we must begin again, in a thousand and one ways. We have to reaffirm once again our desire to follow Jesus, or to follow ourselves and the world. What do you want? What do we want? We become tired, sad, disheartened, or depressed. When deep down we aren't following Jesus, when consciously or unconsciously we put our hopes and joys in things that pass and end up leaving us empty. And that happens to all of us, in one way or another, at one time or another. If you're feeling like this, remember that it's necessary to start again, to look at Jesus once again, to trust in His love and in His grace, and that should be enough for us. This Friday, as we approach the weekend, each of us, with the weariness of life on our shoulders, I think it would do us all good to contemplate the moment when Jesus arrives in Jerusalem, when his journey comes to an end. On the other hand, we hear in other Gospels that Jesus had forewarned his disciples that his destiny was to arrive in Jerusalem where he'd be mistreated, crucified, and finally he'd resurrect, but they never fully understood him. Their blindness didn't allow them to do so, just as it happens to us who follow Jesus, but many times we don't quite understand him. These days we heard how Jesus had undertaken his journey and, on his way, he had encountered different situations. A rich man who didn't dare to follow him, his disciples who quarreled among themselves and didn't understand the deepest part of Jesus' essence and what he'd come for, and finally a blind man, who was saved because of his faith. Through his faith, this man wasn't only cured of his physical blindness, but of his spiritual blindness, and began to follow Jesus. In short, what these accounts taught us this week is that faith cures our spiritual blindness and allows us to follow Jesus freely. And of course, without faith, we can't see beyond. Without faith, we miss out on many things. Without faith... We don't live as the Lord wants us to, and moreover, we aren't in communion with others. We don't open ourselves to new things or to love. Without faith, we live in our small world, looking only at ourselves, and we dare to question even God Himself. And that's why Jesus, in today's glimpses of the Gospel, invites us to have faith. So much faith that we might even be able to move mountains. Understanding this phrase is a symbol. Of course, we can't reduce this expression to thinking that with the strength or power of our mind and our trust, we can really move a mountain. With this expression, Jesus refers to something deeper. Rather, he refers to the mountains that we must move in our life, those that don't allow us to walk. He refers to those mountains that we don't dare to climb because they seem impossible, to the mountains of life's obstacles that we can only move with and through faith. Faith makes us realize that it's possible, that we can take one more step, that it's possible to get up even if we're lying by the roadside, that we can fight and conquer that sin that we drag along and won't let us move forward, that we can overcome any situation in our life that may seem impossible if we walk with Jesus. The important thing is to have faith, to trust, to trust in Jesus, to pray as if we've already obtained what we're asking for, leaving everything in His hands, even if what happens isn't what we wish would happen. That's also having faith. Today, let's pray, asking the Lord for what we need, asking the Lord to cure us of our blindness so that we may follow Him. Pray, asking the Lord for a grace for someone who needs it, for someone who's sick, for someone who's suffering. Indeed, faith moves mountains, because faith moves hearts, and the most difficult mountain to move is our heart. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.